No mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel, RNZ National Wallace Chapman here. Now, there are reports of a car blocking State Highway 1C by the uh, Avalon Drive roundabout uh, in Hamilton, so avoid the area or expect delays. House prices, they've been a topic this week, haven't they? House prices down annually in 860 of the 917 suburbs analysed. But we take you to a small town where house prices are up over 8%. Now, where would that be? Find out after four. Also, what can we learn in the fallout of Jenny Craig? From the 70s pineapple diet, the seven-day milk diet, the Atkins, the keto, and they keep on coming. We discuss whether any of them work. And there was so much interest in yesterday's uh, New Zealand blood donor shortage. Our guest yesterday said donor compensation is not the way to go. Well, our guest today says it absolutely is. And I have a moral dilemma for you today. What do you think of this? A husband and wife and their 13-year-old on the highway He winds down the window and proceeds to throw an empty banana peel out. She says, don't do that. It's bad behaviour. It's dangerous. And he says, I'm an adult. I'll do as I want. Who's in the right? Text me, 2101. Email the panel at rnz.co.nz. And you can listen to the panel on iHeart, Panel and Spotify. With me today, Zoe George, Senior Sports Journalist for Stuff. Zoe Cura, good to have you here. Hi, Wallace. Always fabulous to be on oh, the panel. Yes. Uh, and Raj Orshi, truck reporter, novelist, short story writer, children's writer. Kia ora, Raj. Kia ora, Wallace. Kia Zoe. Hello. It's going to be a wonderful Friday with Zoe and Raj with me today. And let's jump into the Friday mailbag. Uh, a lot of response on teachers. We talked about this so briefly on this. Uh, in the 70s, a teacher's pay was roughly on par with a backbencher in Parliament. Uh, the government has seen fit to ensure MPs are paid a decent pay. Why not then should teachers, who it is arguable, have greater responsibility? Uh, so why can't they expect similar uh, and native birds, they're making a comeback according to a survey. Uh, good news yesterday. We're in Murawai, uh, near Waimoku, and we have a pair of kaka regularly whistling their morning hellos and screeching as they fly past. We love it when they're around. Dai says, Folks, I love native birds, but blackbirds, sparrows, uh, and all their charms, they've got a role to play in the garden, and a blackbird's song can be fabulous. And I don't know either of you whether or not you're noticing a little wee uptick, Zoe, in the number of native birds of a morning. Yeah, I live on the edge of a native bush reserve, and so my garden is just full of native birds all the time. And at night, I have ruru that live in the tree not far from my house, and it's magnificent. But yeah, I'm noticing there's definitely more kaka in my area, particularly at dusk with these screechy screeches. Isn't it wonderful, Raj? Isn't it just a joy to hear it, to hear them? Very much. And uh, similarly in Karori, we benefit from being on the fringes of Zealandia and um, and kind of the outpour of, of birds from Zealandia in our gardens kind of passing through and in the night. It's it's amazing. Mm. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, and on to Tim Shadbolt, Sir Tim Shadbolt. Now, uh, he would like... A statue 
of himself in Invercargill. Uh, his partner also, uh, he says, look, why not? Um, he says he's been overcome by people coming up to him saying, hey, what about a statue of me? Uh, now, the mayor, not be cl- <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough statues of women in New well, Zealand, so how about some more statues of women well, instead? What a, well, what about Tim Shabolt? Um, now, Mayor Nobby Clark has suggested a plaque. <laughs> Imagine that, calling, calling the mayor up and says, hey, Tim, what about a plaque? Anyway, Sigrid says, yes, Tim Shabolt does deserve a statue. He also made Polytechnic free for students that brought lots of young people to Invercargill, making it more vibrant. His everlasting smile deserves to be featured as well. Although someone else said, for a former mayor to say he wants a memorial of some kind at ratepayers' expense, this is not on. Your panellists today, they got a bit wrong. He did not lead the build for the stadium. That mover was Ray Harper. Shabbolt did not set up the zero-fee scheme at South and Politech. That was the general manager, Penny Simmons. Yes, Mr. Shadbolt supported them, but please stop attributing those to him. Also, he was not this country's longest-serving mayor. That honour belongs to Sir John Thorne, mayor of Port Chalmers Borough. So, uh, look, around the panel on this, do you think it's fair that Tim Shadbolt should have a statue in his honour? Zoe. Um, well, I mean, I was going to question the motivations of you yourself going, I want a statue of myself. Shouldn't it be up to other people to decide whether or not there should be a statue of you? And as I said earlier, we do not have enough statues of women uh, and others, actually, around New Zealand, and I would very much like to see but, more of those. Well, why can't you? Is this, is this just the sort of the, the, the Kiwi attitude, Raj, that you can't put yourself up for a statue? I think I think that was actually you anticipated my thought, like alongside kind of the point Zoe makes. And I confess to not knowing a great deal about Tim Shadbolt, but I do think it's refreshingly un-Kiwi to ask for your own statue and reminds me more of practices in my homeland of India where people... Have um, have no issues with putting up memorials to themselves and naming stuff after themselves while they're very much alive. So, um, so you Hang know. On. So, so uh, Raj, in India, it's not uncommon for people to put themselves up for a statue. No, not at all. I mean, for example, there was one chief minister and. To be to be fair, she did have an agenda. She actually had an agenda similar to what Zoe is talking about, that there are not enough statues of uh, particularly women of disadvantaged backgrounds. So when she became chief minister in supposedly furthering that agenda, she put up statues of herself all over the state. Um <laughs> We had, uh, you know, the world's largest cricket stadium was recently completed in India, and it was going to be named after a hero of independence. But almost the day before the first test match was going to be played there, suddenly the name changed to reflect our present prime minister. So it ended up being named after him, who's very much hale and hearty. So, you know, this is, this is quite an Indian suggestion coming from Tim Shadbolt. So, Raj... There are not many panellists in the four years I've been doing this that changed my mind. I was against this. Right. You, you have single-handedly changed my mind. In fact, I want four statues of Sir <laughs> Tim Shabbelt. Not one. One's not enough.
<laughs> and it's a you know it's a boost to um, artists in the local economy, which I know Zoe wants to talk about. <laughs> there, so. you, there you go, Zoe. I'm for okay, it. Okay, fine. So Tim, fine. So Tim, if you're listening, get in touch with the panel. We'll promote your statue. <laughs> um, now, um, we wash too much. Including our hair. This is a BBC article on overwashing. Uh, and Victoria says, I haven't used soap or any alternative on my body for years. I good rub with the flannel, a swish around my areas, and I'm all good to go. Um, another one here, name with Eld. Um, Wallace, my daughter of five years has never had her hair washed with a commercial shampoo. Really? Mm. Really? We brush it and plait it nightly, but apart from a rinse every quarter of a year, that's the extent. She often gets compliments on how her hair looks. So it seems that if you start out the way you want to proceed, the body takes care of itself. I'm not sure about that. Your first five years of life, never had a wash. Uh, Around the panel on this one, Zoe George. Uh, I have quite incredibly long hair. It's currently piled high on the top of my really? head in a big bun. Yeah, so I used to have, when I worked here at RNZ and when I moved to stuff, I had a little blonde crop and in most of my headshots in the paper, that's what it looks like. But I actually have nearly waist-length dark hair now. That's my post-COVID, I can't Whoa. be bothered dying it thing. And it is an absolute mesh. Um, and the longest I can go without washing it is maybe a week. Uh, but yeah, no. Well... All I'll say as a parent of an 11-year-old is that I'm really glad my daughter doesn't listen to the panel (laughs) because it would add so much strength to her argument about not needing a shower even every other day and what a struggle it is to get her into the shower Mm. and make her take one. And hearing this or hearing these views would give us kind of great philosophical... I'll say this to no one else, Raj, but in your household, you turn the radio off at 3.45. <laughs> okay, very good. The, now, the uh, thing is- with having a shower, though, as well, is like I use organic body washes, and for me, it's part of my mental health and well-being and feeling good about myself and having those aromas, and it's all part of making me feel better Absolutely. and alive and good so i don't think i could go without washing now a big response regarding whether or not the that banana skin should be should have been chucked out of the window on the highway we come to that at 425 time for i've been thinking zoe george well i've been thinking other than the fact that we are just over a month out from the fifa women's football world exciting. cup on yeah, home yeah. soil oh i cannot wait it's gonna be so exciting uh You know, we've all been talking about the recession the last couple of days and I've been thinking about the impact on the arts community and what that means, the arts and culture sector. Now, it's already a struggle for many of our artists and if you have a spare few dollars, please either donate to your favourite theatre like Bats Theatre in Wellington and blatant self-promotion. I've just joined the board there and it's a magnificent, wonderful theatre company. Um, Or get out and see a show. Uh, I could recommend one. I saw a brilliant show at Bats on Wednesday night called Three Steps Back and it's on tonight and tomorrow and it's part of Poniki's Kia Mo Contemporary Māori Pacifica and Indigenous Arts Festival uh, and it's created by Emma Katane about her journey through chronic illness. It was incredibly moving and it really captured uh, what it's like to experience chronic illness uh, and you know what it's like to awesome. live with chronic illness. So I just want to say please, please 
whatever if you can if you can donate a couple of dollars or if you can go to a show or even if you can click on a story or listen to a story about arts because for me arts is just as important no, as I, sport and it deserves support good on you get out there support a show if you can uh, Kia ora, Zoe uh, Raj I've been thinking um well, I've been thinking about a little cooking habit of mine and wondering whether others have it too, um, which is to add a spice or flavor to a well-known dish that isn't part of its usual recipe, but it can work really well within it. And sometimes that spice or flavor can be from a different cuisine or culture. So, for example, in my version of bolognese sauce, I add a little bit of Moroccan seasoning when I'm sautéing the onions. And I'm therefore being careful not to call it bolognese at all. But for my family and our daughter's friends who've had it so far, it works. So I was wondering if others have their own twists or secret ingredients that they add to well-known dishes and it works for them. You know what? We're going to come back to this on Monday. What's a twist in a recipe? What's a little twist that you do to a well-known recipe? Email me, the panel at rnz.co.nz, and I'll pick them up throughout the afternoon and in the weekend and tomorrow. We'll get a big response from that, Raj. Do you know what I'm going through? Do you know what phase I'm going through right now, Raj Chakraborty? No, tell us. Cardamom pods. Ooh, nice. Cardamom. I I, I I add cardamom to everything. Right. <laughs> is and it working? I, <laughs> it's, is it working? I love it. Be it a curry, be it my ham and pickle, be it my sushi, cardamom everywhere. It's going to be a wonderful panel, folks. Uh, what is the area that has really gone up in house prices? you find out just after four on the panel with Zoe, George and Rajoshi Chakraborty.